Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger Football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by betonline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined as always by the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Matt, happy Rosh Hashanah week. Happy Rosh Hashanah, happy New Year. I mean, I'm happy that it's the Jewish holiday for a new, fresh year starting off, because what happened this weekend was, was very sad. Yeah, we we might need a day of atonement soon for for that <laughs> yeah. because that was not the best of performances that we have ever seen. So we are coming to you here. Uh, just a quick show on a Monday morning. We're calling this Monday morning fullback after obviously, uh, in my opinion, the greatest fullback in the history of the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, just quick thoughts on the game. Um, so, but before we get into it, I want to remind you guys that we are in fact presented by BetOnline.ag. Games are back in full swing, and as, as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including Online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest, the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at Bet Online. Head on over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on this Thursday, September 9th's game between Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose, your wager is going to be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Matt, we're putting 15 minutes on the clock starting now. Uh, where do you even want to begin, dude? I, you know what? Let's begin with the most positive of the positives. Camp Randall gets an A++. I don't think, I wasn't there, but I watched it on TV. I don't think I've ever, you could hear everything crisp. The student section was on fire. They were at the game probably mostly before the game. Dude, Camp Randall, I'm getting the chills right now just thinking about how excited it was great to see people there. It, you know, my it wasn't my um, my cardboard cutout, me and my dad and my um, father-in-law. You know, it was people who were going that crazy, and I loved it. I just wish the team could have somehow osmosis got that energy or somehow got that energy. Yeah, I think that it was great to see the jump around back again. You know, it was great to see. So good. It, it, it was great to see the marching band uh, back in action. It was fantastic just to see all the game day traditions, hearing them sing "Build Me a Buttercup," all of the good stuff. The, they had the wave, the slow wave, the fast wave, you know all the good wave. Yeah. The the they panned. They cut too early to jump around, and they played the student section race, which I am obsessed with. I love the great student section race. And they played it, and you could see the guys and everyone getting pumped up watching it. And because it, it is fun to, you, you know, you'd sit there and you're in the huddle and you're like, uh, uh, oh, who's going to win? Or Jay. And then if they do, you're like, hell yeah. But um, that was electric. I thought, you know, Badger game day is special. But that looked like it might have been one of the most special atmospheres I've ever seen. Yeah, I think it would have been, I think the only thing that would have, you know, set it off even more was if it could have been a nighttime game. I think that would have been pretty electric, but you know, I'm not. I, I can't get into Fox Noon is their special game. 
<laughs> Big noon kickoff. It doesn't sound right. <laughs> you see, all those dudes look like they were up at like three in the morning getting like their suits on and makeup and stuff. I'm like, it's a nightmare to play an 11 a.m. game in Madison. Like, I hated it. And we Dude, I was a, up at you do a lot eight, too. AM, seven a.m. You have yeah. to do a lot before a game. Yeah. And so we don't have to get into that. We only have 15 minutes. Yeah. But I, you know, and here's I'll do another positive. There, we'll do positives throughout, but I think obviously there's a lot to learn from this game film. We were not ready to play Penn State, sadly enough. Like I'm I'm still shocked that we lost. We lost on if you look at the stat, we lost in two minutes and eight seconds mm-hmm. of the game clock. Everything we did on offense, if you look at statistics, says you should win, except for one turnovers. The, the most important thing, right? Three turnovers. Most important thing. And three turnovers. All three are on Graham Mertz. And I think that's kind of where we have to start because Graham Mertz, obviously, he came out like gangbusters last year in the mm-hmm. debut against Illinois. A couple weeks later against Michigan, he was still solid, if not as good, and then kind of petered yeah. out a little bit towards the end of the season. But I thought he looked pretty decent in the Duke's Mayo Bowl against Wake Forest. Had the whole offseason as the number one guy. And, his, I mean, his rhythm was off. His timing was off. Yeah. I mean, he – I don't know what was going on with some of those center exchanges. My dad texted me. He's like, you know, do we have a Black Sox issues here with just, you know, Mertz is trying to throw the game <laughs> – with what he's doing because it looked so bad and uh, yeah. I didn't blame him there because he fumbled the ball twice. He lost it once. He threw two really bad picks and he really was just bad. not on the same page with anyone who wasn't Danny Davis or Jake Ferguson. And, you know, it, again, my one quick highlight, Danny Davis made some ridiculous catches and he, he was outstanding. Danny Davis ball. was phenomenal. Game ball on offense is Danny Davis. Yeah. Now for me, it's, we have guys, I actually liked what I saw out of the wide receiver core. So for me, it's, we need to figure out, first off, well, what, okay, hold on. I got a bunch of jumbled thoughts. We need to get those dudes the ball more. I don't know what you got to do, Coach Chris. You got to get them the ball. Danny Davis caught every pass. He had a spectacular pass that, like, looked so nonchalantly easy. He was, all, the dude was all over me, caught it. He, like, rolled up. He gave the ball to the ref. I was like, that was an immaculate play. And he, he just he had three. There was one uh that Ferguson had where he was diving. It was right right before Chez had the touchdown. Awesome. He, it was like yeah. one hand back to himself. Unbelievable. And what was sad is that they had to make those kind of catches because Mertz was so inaccurate. And you saw it, especially on the on it was either the last drive or the penultimate drive that they had, where he had DK wide open in the end zone and overthrew him by ten yards. And I like you yeah. got him. I there, no, there's a guy a little one, bit in his face, maybe, but you no, got to make that one, throw. The one thing is that linebacker jumped like four feet in the air. They showed the back and it was like, dude, somebody check this dude's shoes. Like he jumped pretty. So maybe Mertz had to throw it over, but he threw it and the guy jumped. It wasn't like he was up there and he threw it. So at the same time, like Mertz to me, just, I'm not, I'm not grabbing my pitchfork. I'm not like running to Madison uh, you know, we're not, it's not a witchcraft, you know, yet. I do think he looked very uncomfortable in the pocket. I think there's a, a number of reasons. The O-line did not, to me, make adjustments throughout the game to make sure that they were protecting him. Dude, he was under duress. Like, that, the pocket folded almost every, He never had a comfortable pocket to step into a throw. So, yes, Merch did not play well, but the O-line didn't play well. It's weird because pass blocking, but on running, we didn't do too bad. I, you know, I, 
I'm going to go. Here's the thing. I, I, nobody respects our deep ball. Nobody kind of respects our short yardage passing either. They stack the box and we, my, I have some issues with the game call. I'm going all over the place. So please, Matt, you know, put me in, in my place. But I didn't like Coach Chris's, some of the, the, the play calling I thought was, it was not as, um, he needed to take more chances and he didn't take a lot of chances. Same plays, a lot of A-gap running, or, or I could be wrong, but it looked like the same play where the fullback or the tight end kind of comes underneath to kind of blow out. Um, I can't remember, wham or whatever they call it to blow out the uh, the nose guard or, or the mm-hmm. next guy. Yep. That, everyone, everyone, first off, you want to know what it is? How many times did Graham Mertz run um, a quarterback sneak for a first down? Four, five times? Yeah, at least. So, so to me, what does that say about your confidence in the running game? Anthony Davis on the third and two got the ball every single time unless they thought I could do it. But that was like a 10% chance, right? Yeah. Like I hardly got the ball. You're talking, you're, you don't have confidence in your O-line, your fullback, and your, and your um, halfback to get that. And what? I kept saying run off tackle. They have nine guys in the box. Yeah. Run off tackle. They're not respecting it. The safety had more plays, more tackles for three yards than their whole team because he's not respecting the deep ball. And the same thing, Scott Nelson did the same thing a few times and jumped up and mm-hmm. was burnt. And I'm like, wait, guys, they have better wide receivers. Like their wide receivers are their special guys. Why are we? Okay, so let's let's go back, man. I, 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 went, I went a little too hard there. I would say that the front seven of our defense was phenomenal. They were fantastic. Jack Sanborn was everywhere. Even without Leo Chanel, I thought Mascaluna stepped up and played very well in his absence. I really liked what I saw from Nick Herbig, especially at the outside linebacker position. I thought Keanu Benton was good, not as disruptive as I would have hoped for. I was expecting a little bit more out of him. I have super high expectations for him, so maybe those are a little bit unrealistic, but I, I think, you know, I think Sanborn and Herbig were the two guys that stood out to me the most there in the front seven, but the safeties. And then when he was in on defense, uh, um, Dante Burton was absolutely getting picked on at corner. They, they saw him in number four and they just kept, they, they threw it towards him every single time. And they got like three consecutive first downs at one point. Yeah. You know, it, it it's amazing because in the first half, we played lights out defense. I mean, obviously, we held them to zero points. 43 total yards. Cool. Of rushing. No, so, no, two, so, two rushing yards, 43 total yards in the first half. Oh, I'm sorry. It, so, right. And so we dominated the line of scrimmage there. But if I'm a coach, I'm like, listen, we can't run the ball. So what should we do? We're going to start passing it. And I know Jimmy did that. Like, there's no way Jimmy didn't know what could they possibly do against us. And that guy's too smart. The guys just made mental errors. And I think that's a huge takeaway is all the mental errors, the O-line mental errors, so many quarterback mental errors. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. First off, I, I was talking to my friend who played, we played high school football together. He was a quarterback. He went to Wisconsin. He, he was not good enough to play my boy, Caleb. I'm like, Caleb, have you ever seen two exchanges ever, ever in a, in a game? We've never, never. That is like, I don't even know what to say to that. Maybe you see that with a bad snap or you see it like in the high school level, not so much in the big 10. Even, even, even at that level, like, I mean, even at the high school level. Okay. So like 
yeah, high school football, whatever. I played I played center in high school football, and I prided myself. We had zero fumbles my entire career uh, between me and myself and the quarterback because we would be like in class snapping to each other because yeah. we knew, because we knew each other like that. And so, so I'll tell you I'll tell you a story. This I told I told him this. We um we so we used to have a period before uh, it was on Thursday nights. You know, you're just in helmets and um like the skeleton pads. It was coming off the goal line. So, you know, you're, you're, you know, coming off the two, you're very conservative because you really, your goal is to get to the 20 yard line. That's the goal. So anyone listening, it's not to score a touchdown, it's to get to the 20. Because at that point, you can start calling your normal offense. And, and it's, if you look, it's hard to score from 98 yards. Unless you have Lee Evans and you throw it to him against Akron, and it's very easy to score 99 yards. But so coming off the goal line, it's Brooks and I, it's my freshman year. We fumble. We, I, I guess I lifted my arm up and hit the ball. We fumbled. Now, let me tell you, it, it, it's like being a, a Baez on the Mets like a couple of weeks ago, getting booed by everyone. I got my coach was MFing me, the O-line coach. I mean, everyone. And then Alvy's like, you know what? F this. We're starting over. Because that's how big of a deal that is, right? You fumble the ball on the coming off the goal line, it, it's the game. You fumble the ball on the goal line, it's the game. Or on in the red zone, man, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm so worked up, I'm sweating profusely. Like our red zone offense was terrible. Like I, I don't know, I have I have a, a lot of issues with everything, but you know, like you knew we were going to run a, a like a corner post route to Ferguson. They jumped it. Like they just knew they didn't roll Mertz out to feel comfortable to have a run pass option. I just there's so many things I'm like, oh, why? I'm I'm gonna I'm get like, in, listen, I'm gonna I'm get in here. Potato, I'm gonna get in here with like with, with, with two quick thoughts. A, I thought yes. they rotate they rotated too many offensive linemen. They had eight offensive linemen playing in the game. I yeah. feel like you got to know your five guys at this point. Like, yeah, maybe it's maybe, maybe there's one or two. But part of that was, especially they rotated Lyles in, like the second or third at center. I'm like, your center has to be the center. You can't be switching centers middle of the game. You yes. can't be. I'm sorry. Like, like if there's any position on the offensive line, you're not switching out middle of the game unless it's because of injury. It's the center. Yeah. Secondly, Beach at left tackle looks slow. He missed a lot of camp and he looks slow. He got beat on the edge once or twice. I don't even know if he got a hand on the guy. Uh, number 17 from Penn what State, a who was a, he's a transfer from Temple. And he came over and he just he was a wrecking ball the right. entire game. And Beach yeah. couldn't get a hand on him. And this is why I've been someone who's been advocating for Logan Brown because he is he doesn't have Beach's experience, but he is so much more athletic at the tackle Matt, position. When you have a guy who cannot block a defensive end, what do you do? You chip him with a tight end. You chip him with a tight end, or you chip him with, with a fullback, full or you do something. Or you, you chip or, him with anybody else. You motion a dude in. Yeah. We didn't do that. Yeah, we left him on an island. Mertz, yeah. So I'm sorry to cut you yeah, off. Yeah. The it, yeah. So the offensive line play, I didn't love. I thought Bruss looked bad, and Bruss is supposed to be the veteran. Like he's supposed to be like the cornerstone of this offensive line now at right tackle, and I thought he looked bad. I thought that. Honestly, the guards played better than anybody else, but even then it wasn't great. We're getting some push in the running game, but I think that was just a, a function of the fact that look at the time possession. Wisconsin, nearly 43 Three minutes, minutes in 10 points. Like, I'm sorry, that is embarrassing. 29 first downs, you should win by 50. That's an Alabama stat right there. Yes, 29 first downs, 43 minutes of possession. That's, it, it's 
absolutely unheard of. And, you know, but I, it comes down to the turnovers, three turnovers could have been, should have yeah. been four, quite frankly, if Isaac Garendo isn't right on the ball. Other big, yeah. other big storyline coming to this game, Jalen Berger didn't touch the ball. I yeah. didn't even see him get what a snap. I, I didn't, Maybe I was one getting snap? text messages. No, 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 he didn't play. I, I was getting so. text messages saying he's not even standing with the running backs. Yeah. Which is very, I mean, to me, that's concerning. I had high hopes for him. Me too. You know, I don't know in this day and age, like I'm not, I'm, I'm speculating here. So please everyone, I'm speculating that if something happens, you like, let's say Chez becomes the starter. Maybe he's like, you know what? I don't want to play this year. I'm, I'm going to wait and I'll just, but that seems bizarre because he was listed at number two, wasn't he? And then he was clear number two. And then on top of that, like, dude, it's football. You're one play away. You're always one play away from always one play away. Right. What Monte Ball said. Exactly. But the, so the thing is, maybe he's hurt. Maybe something's happening, but to not stand with the running backs is very, it just seems off in my mind. It does. And I don't, that is concerning for me. So we have 30 seconds left, Matt. What are your, that's it? yeah, yeah, that's, we have 30 <laughs> seconds left. I've so much. So um, oh, <laughs> uh, we will talk later this week about what we need to see this coming weekend. Obviously, Eastern yeah. Michigan, not going to be nearly as concerned about them. They're not going to have the deep threats, but you know, well, one, let's end on a high note. Any other things that you thought that, that you liked coming out of this weekend? You know, I, I mean, I love Danny Davis's play. You know, I thought those guys made some spectacular catches. Ferguson, we mentioned, you know, get DK the ball, get Kendrick Bryant one catch, right? Get those guys the ball. They're your playmakers. Yeah. Figure they, out. They each way. had, or uh, prior had, prior had, yeah, he had two rushes and one catch. He's a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver who runs a four, <laughs> who runs a four three seven. Like, and, and he's great. You know, so so my thing is, I, I think you know, I think we have to put this game on the coaches because it didn't look like yep. we were prepared to play. Hundred percent. We didn't call the right place. I would say the defense was prepared. They had they had four mental breakdowns that them in the game. You know, so so you 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 look at that. I think the O line didn't look good. I thought the running backs looked better than than everyone else but i i still think there's a lot of improvement um you know but to have two rushes and one catch when you are a wide receiver that can't happen man throw these guys throw some screens throw some short passes i don't care what you do so hey just say just say one time hey you know f it i'm gonna throw it to you kendrick Pryor. just run down the field as fast as you yeah can. can we run a quick slant like let him get the ball and get in space yeah, can so. we do anything that's down the field? Like we have no respect in that in that area, and that's why they can, and, and that's why you know Malusi was good, but he averaged three point nine yards per carry because there were eight nine because there are eight nine man boxes the entire game. So right, we're and gonna have run to the same place. We're gonna have to leave it there for Monday morning fullback, Maddie. Thank you so much. Uh, we will be back. Week. We'll be back later this week with uh, who's our guest coming up later this week? Possibly, possibly. I don't know. Gary Ellison, but possibly. Well, I thought we had Vitaly yes. coming on this week. Oh, I'm so sorry. We got Vitaly. Oh, man. I'm already thinking like way ahead. But we got Vitaly. I think everyone here will enjoy the stories. Um, he was the kicker during like the Rose Bowl years. He's an outlandish human being. Um, I think he called me up and he was like, I'm pissed I haven't been on. I'm listening to the AD podcast. I'm hysterically laughing. He's like, you're talking about Roger Knight? He's like, I... I was with Roger Knight for four years. Like I got stories. He's like, All right. Hey, bring me on. I'm like, dude, you're up next. Like you're good. We're t- let's so, do it. All right. We're looking <laughs> forward way, to Matt, it. You look great, man. Matt, you look pretty good yourself. We got these 
um, paid for by us, but uh, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful Under you know, Armour Wisconsin. Comfortable. It is a very comfortable shirt. Dude, I, I was like, Al, you ever feel this? What is this? It's like new. It's new. Yeah, it's new. I love it. I love Tell it. Tell the UW shop um, that Matt and Matt sent you mm-hmm. from, <laughs> from the Belief Badger football podcast. You might probably get nothing You'll off, probably but get- it's really a great shirt. It really is. All right, Manny. Until next time. Uh, hey, I, I'm never gonna stop saying it on Wisconsin. Dude, one and zero. That's right. Focus for the next game, Eastern Michigan. Let's work out the kinks. We're playing a worse team. Let's look better. You know, on Wisconsin, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.